Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Traders, this is Christopher Yule, your 10-minute stock trader coming to you today. And uh, today we're going to be talking about several things through this episode. Um, but really, I am very excited to be back on. We're going to be doing a lot of back testing. And make sure to stay till the second half of the show where I will be taking your back testing requests. And we will see them live on the screen as we go through. So be sure to start putting those ideas in the chat. And let's get right into the episode here. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 so you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. All right, traders, welcome back. So just to give you a little background about me, my name is Christopher Yule. I uh, run the website 10minutestocktrader.com. I'm a podcast host. The host is, uh, or the uh, show is called the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast. It has over 2.2 million downloads. And the easiest way to subscribe and get started on watching that is while you're on your YouTubes right now, just go to that little search bar, type in my name, Christopher Yule, and you will see this channel right here and hit that awesome red subscribe button so you can stay on top of it when we do more tools, tips, and tricks every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So enough about me. Let's talk about the markets. If you have been struggling in this market, do me a favor, smash the like button, okay? I'm gonna say that a few times through this episode here, mainly because Benzinga really wants to know that you're enjoying the episode and by smashing like, it gives them that feedback that they need. So, you know, let's go to the chart. Let, let's talk about the, the S&P 500, right? I like to start from a top-down approach. And, you know, for me, you got to have the market working for you, right? In, in the old adage, right? A rising tide lifts all ships. But at the same time, a sinking sinking tide will sink all ships. So it doesn't matter what stocks are showing strong out there. The market is not working for you. And with that being said, you've got to be cautious. Uh, Mark Minervini, uh, I've had a chance to talk to him a couple of times. Uh, he's a 1997 U.S. investing champion, and uh, he's leading the field in 2021 U.S. investing championship as well. 
uh, he talks about how when he won the U.S. Investing Championship, he was only in the market for half the days, right? And the point with that is it may be time, if you haven't already, to just sit out and cash for a little while, right? Nobody says you have to make trades every day. In fact, most of the professional traders you'll talk to will say you should wait on the sidelines until your perfect strategy comes along. And in, if going long is your first uh, strategy, your, your best strategy that you have, now's not the time to be doing it. Absolutely the truth here. And then also in, in other news, right? Uh, for me personally, I had to turn off Twitter for a while because there's a lot of people who are under the, the assumption that the only way to trade is to buy every dip out there. And that worked for a long time, but it ain't working right now. And so basically what we're seeing in the market is uh, lower highs and lower lows, which is ugh, that's a pretty rough place to be if you are looking to go long into this market. Now, today we had a really strong uh, green day. The S&P was up about half a percent or so. Uh, but the key on that is it finished at the top of the range after it was already down a good amount starting out the day. So it may be the start of something turning around, but we need to see a confluence of signals, a confluence of indicators, a confluence of, hey, the market is healthy again. Because right now, one strong close does not necessarily mean that we are into a bullish market just yet. Hey, in the chat here, uh, I appreciate you dropping some of these Roku, Apple, um, Manny, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, you too, sir. Affirm puts. I'll be taking a look at that. Let's see here. What are you killing it in this market? Also smash. If you're killing it, think about it. Thinking about it, you're doing great. And smash the like button, please. <laughs> a sinking tide shows who's naked. Never heard that one before, but I like it a lot. I appreciate that, Easy Mike. Sell the Twitter traders. Actually, I have a segment on the Twitter traders coming up. So that that's going to be part of it. All right. So, so let's move into my personal market sentiment indicators. Uh, first one, when I am looking to go long, I'll tell you right now, I'm in all cash right now. Generally the show would go the first third. We talk about what's in my portfolio. Second third would be some new trade ideas. The third third would be uh, back testing live with, with your inputs right now, zero, in my portfolio, zero, and some trade ideas that I have. But there's a lot we can still talk about. What I want to see for the market to confirm that it's back in an uptrend is two things. Well, three things. So let's start with the first thing. I want to see the 10-day and the 20-day cross into a bullish posture, meaning the 10-day is above the 20-day exponential moving average. Now, if you look at the chart here, that would be, in a nutshell, the blue line over the black line. And right now, for that to happen, we'd need to see price over 438. Price is at 434 right now. Additionally, it has to be above the 50-day. Now, these are not magical. These are not special, but it does give you sentiment, right? Over the last two weeks, that would be your 10-day. Is the price greater than over the last month? That would be your 20-day. And is that greater than the last few months, which would be your 50-day? So conceptualize it like that. If the market is moving up, we need to see these moving averages crossing over. Now, Another thing that I found, I backtested, and I could not believe what a difference it made in my portfolio is the MMFI indicator, which is right here. Uh, this is not a listed indicator inside of TrendSpider, so I'm over at barchart.com. And um, this tells you the percent of stocks in the S&P 500 
that is above their own 50-day moving average, right? So we're talking, you know, Apple, Netflix, Tesla, you know, everything inside the, the S&P 500. What is the percentage of those that are showing to be in their own bull market versus their own bear market? Right now, only 41% of those are showing to be in a bullish posture. And in fact, I was looking at this earlier. If you draw a line on this chart, just a basic line, you'll see the direction of this trend. And it is not <laughs> at all showing me the sentiment that we need to say that the market is in a healthy posture. But I will say when I did my back testing and saw just how well this works, anywhere over or or under the 50% line just gives me the confidence and, and back test the results to show, hey, this works really well with my strategy. So I need to see that. I need to see the uh, the the 10 and 20 day crossed over and I need to see price over the 50 day. None of those are there. So for me, it's just a big red light. Now, if we take a look at the uh, heat map of the S&P 500, you'll see today there's a lot of green out there, but over the last week, lots of red. Over the last month, lots of red. It's really bloody in the last month. And in fact, I was taking a look at this. Do you realize that we're in October now that we've basically traded sideways since July? I, we've given up four months of gains in the span of a, of a couple of weeks. So 54 days of gains have been wiped away, which, you know, that's unfortunate, but that's also part of trading, right? You got to make those gains while they are coming to you. And if you can make those gains while you got them, Whenever it's time to step on the sidelines, you're not risking anything and losing some of those gains as well. So if that sort of analysis is interesting to you, if you found that helpful at all, be sure to smash like. Let Benzinga know as well that you are interested. Uh, Chris is great. I see back tests before buying. Quite a strategy. It's true. <laughs> so the Twitter traders, we talked about that. Um Okay, something's going on with PLTR. We can take a look at that. And then someone also says PLTR is also like that. Uh, let's see, James, uh, me now. Uh, I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, ran the market retail. Yeah, there's a lot going on, James. Absolutely. And uh, Aziz, is this video recorded? It sure will be. And uh, you can always check this out on the Benzinga YouTube channel. So, Let's do this. Let's shift gears a little bit. Like I said, I don't have anything in my portfolio, but I did find a few interesting tidbits out there, right? So let's go to USO. This is oil. Now, oil had a, a pretty rough day, down 2.68%. So here's the thing with oil, and I'm, I'm going to backtest this right here on the screen over and below the 10-day exponential moving average, so the blue line here. If price is over, go long. If price is under, stay out. And that will show us a return of 27%. So here's what's key, right? If you look at the price of USO a thousand candles ago and the price of USO today, there's a negative 35% asset return. So that means the price of oil is down 35% in the last thousand candles. But by following this one simple strategy, this one line on the screen, as they talk about on the YouTube ads and whatnot that you see, it literally can show you the difference uh, between a 27 percentage point winner and a 35 percentage point loser. So let's call it a 50 point swing, 50 percentage point swing between the two. Um, yeah, so that is the power of backtesting, right? 
oil may be down as an asset over the last thousand candles, but if you had a profitable strategy, you actually would show a profit over that time. So USO did look pretty interesting to me. So I thought I'd check it out. Um, and then I want to look at AMC. This one's really interesting too. So going back to a few episodes ago where I was on Benzinga, we had someone uh, give the request for AMC to backtest. And we saw the results here on the screen and they, and, and they were like, hey, do you think it could actually repeat that going forward? And I was like, probably not. But you know what? This is AMC. Things are different in this stock. And because of that, you really never know what's going to happen. I found this to be incredibly interesting, right? So we ran the back test and um, this blue cloud that you see here was the back testing result. So basically it says anything in this area could be where it would go based on the historical data. And would you just like look at how well that tracked that back test? All right, this is why I do it. It literally was almost like it pasted on top of something that was there before. Like if you went back to uh, the episode where I did this, all of this area right here, right? Th this was the part of the screen where there are no candles going forward, right? It's the right-hand side, the future. And look at how it perfectly fell into that back test. It's amazing, right? It's like witchcraft, like voodoo. <laughs> it's like fortune telling. Will it always do that? Absolutely not. But seeing something, results like this, and like I said, you can go on back to the uh, uh, one of the previous episodes I did with Benzing and, and watch this back test actually occur and then see how it worked right now. It's amazing. And that's why we do it. That's why I'm such an advocate for it. Uh, moving on. All right. So we had someone mention earlier in the chat about sell the Twitter traders. And that's kind of where my next segment's going to go here. All right. So there's this really great account that I like to follow called bag holder quotes. Um, it's really funny. There's a lot of great memes on it. Um, and sometimes I, I, I like to see what's going on. Right. And so there's this stock CEI. I never heard of it. I didn't know what it was. But there was a lot of stuff, a lot of memes around CEI. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is something. So, of course, I go and I, uh, you know, look at CEI. And then I see um, a Save by the Bell character from the 80s and see that he is a huge proponent of CEI. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? And so I'm looking more and I'm digging deeper into it. And I'm like, well, let's, let's just go check out the stock here, CEI. I'm like, oh, wow, <laughs> what in the world? If this is not what a pump and dump looks like, I don't know what to tell you. Beyond that, I, there is something else I found when, when checking this out a few minutes ago. You have to decide how to trade on your own and not rely on the Twitter traders like this. And for me personally, this would have been the biggest red flag ever, okay? So we're going to do over and below the 10-day uh, exponential moving average on this back test. And you'll see here uh, that returns 11%, whereas the stock 1,000 candles ago, negative 100%. That was the first I'd seen that. I was like, what does that even mean? So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, okay, sure, sure, sure. All right, let me zoom out a little bit. Sure, Wait a minute. Oh, this doesn't look right. <laughs> wait a minute. And I kept going back and I'm like, wait a minute. And I keep going back. Wait a minute. 
keep going back. Wait a minute. So this stock has reverse split. I, I don't know how many times, but basically this stock is, it's so worthless that they've had to comp continue to reverse split this over and over and over. And, you know, if it had actually been worth the value of one share of stock, it'd be in that $200,000 range, right? Look, I just went down the rabbit hole seeing some people talking about CEI. And then I, I wound up here and I'm like, holy moly, I cannot believe this. And then, you know, the the replies to to this as well, right? It's these people talking about how they're they're in huge trouble. They are, you know, scared of ladder attacks. They're they're going to short squeeze the uh the the hedge funds and things like that. And it's like, you know what? If you're trading with the trend, if you are actually doing your due diligence and research and being a business owner for your own account, you wouldn't be having these problems because you wouldn't have touched the stock. So yeah, this is what a pump and dump looks like. In fact, let me go back to this. Hopefully it cleared out its scale. This is what a pump and dump looks like. And I'm hoping that the people who are watching this didn't follow along. So yeah, if you found that useful, do me a favor, smash like button. Um, James, CEI had four reverse splits. I Look, I didn't know what it was, but I can read a chart and I could tell you right there, you're totally, totally right. Um, what happened with DNA stock? I don't know, let's take a look at it. DNA. Oh yeah, similar situation, right? So it's basically worth $10 and then all of a sudden it popped up to 13 and now it's back down to 10. I don't know what happened. Uh, what's really cool about TrendSpider is it actually has the news for Benzinga going on here. And that may be really useful to you as you go through and uh, start doing your work on on uh, preparing for your trades. All right. So that was the section that I want to cover talking about Twitter traders, right? Um, what I do want to look at now is um, some of your trade ideas. So in the chat, do me a favor. I'll try and scroll back up and uh, take care of everything that we the comments here. Okay. I'll try and go through the list here and we'll do some back testing and get an idea of how these stocks are looking. And maybe this will work for, for you and your portfolio. So let's start with uh, Alexander with the, with the twofer. Uh, did Roku and Apple. So we'll start Alexander with Roku. Oh, it looks like I had made some notes on this one. Oh yeah. Money Mitch and I were talking about this one last Friday. Yeah, that's right. Remove all annotations. All right. So let's take a look at Roku. I mean, just off the top, it doesn't look so hot because it's below like all the moving averages. But if we do a strategy test just above and below its 10 day, you'll see that it has a 1800% cumulative return. And now that is versus a 1200% cumulative return a thousand candles ago. So what this says is A, it's a really strong growth stock that's performed really well. And B, if you ran this strategy just over and below this 10 day, you would have made an additional 600% versus just buying the stock outright. Am I saying that'll happen in the future? Definitely not. Now, unfortunately, Alexander, I can't plot this going forward because it has not, uh, well, let me try it real quick. Let's see. Yeah, it will happen tomorrow. It needs a full candle to close beyond that 10 day. And right now, today's the first day it's closed beyond it. So yeah, I cannot project into the future like we talked about on AMC a few minutes ago. Uh, but yeah, that, that one uh, 
It's a great pick for sure. Apple. Now, I traded Apple. Apple was actually the last stock I was in before I went to all cash. And comparatively, this is timid performance, right? 268% just for the stock, 207% for the strategy. Whereas Roku is like, you know, a million percent in comparison. But here's something to keep in mind too. The 268, that's the asset performance. So that's throwing a dart a thousand candles ago and throwing a dart today. And then saying, what's the difference between the two versus the strategy, which you have complete control over. You have no control over what it does, but you do have control when you enter an exit based on a simple strategy, just like this uh, 10 day exponential moving average. So let's do this. Uh, the, yeah, this one, it won't project forward on the chart, but it will tell you, you know, all the entries and exits uh, as we go. So I'm going to remove all annotations on that one. And in fact, I'm going to close some of these tabs that we're not using anymore. And let's go to let's go to the next request. Hey, if you're finding this useful, do me a favor, smash like. Let's go to Palantir, PLTR. All right, so Palantir had some news coming out today. Um, I saw it's one of the meme stocks in the Wall Street Bets community. Um, but it also had a huge amount of volume spiking on. Um, so yeah, this one, 148% just over the last thousand candles. Following the 10 day would have given you 169%. Both of those are strong. And uh, yeah, this is another one that I can't project going forward. That's happening a lot right now because as you know, the market breadth has been just sunk. Um, and unfortunately, just going through my list, there's only a handful that are even above their like 50 day, their 10 day, anything like that. And it's got to be above that point to project out in the future. But I will say that, yeah, this this shows to be a strong return in Palantir if you were to to run this. Now, obviously, past performance is not indicative of future results, but it's true. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh is thinkorswim backtesting tool any good? I don't know. Uh, I like to use this one. This is TrendSpider. This is one of the tools that I am a huge advocate for. The other tool that I'm a huge advocate for is called finclub.ai. I'll talk about that real quick. Uh, FinClub does give you some really, really great information. Like today, if you are going to trade, they actually have a big red light here right there on the screen that says, don't do it. <laughs> Strong downward momentum, entry not advised. And they do have daily stock picks with the target price. Um, and all of these failed today. And it's not a it's not a failure in the part of FinClub. It's a failure on the part of the market that is just not delivering. It doesn't have that momentum that we really need to see for a strong bull market right now. So if you're interested, uh, FinClub.ai, I know they have a two-week free trial, kind of like Netflix. Uh, and I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. So go ahead and check that out. Let's go back over to... The chat here. Um, all right. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of people drop in the notes. Uh, okay. Mitch did send me some notes here. Palantir shares are trading higher after the company announced it won $823 million contract for intelligence data fabric and analytics program. Well, that sounds cool. But you know what? As we said earlier, a sinking tide just takes everybody down with it. So even though it was trading trading higher, it just didn't didn't follow through by the end of the day. All right, scrolling through this here, uh Ater. A T E R A T E R. That is Aterian. 
I guess I'm saying that right. All right. So first, first notes, it's below its 200 day. So just cautious there. Second notes. This is why we do back testing. You ready? A thousand candles to go to now, negative 15%. That's the asset performance of the stock. If you followed the 10 day over and below, and I know I'm a broken record, right? But it's an easy strategy to test without getting deep in the weeds of all kinds of stuff. 135% versus negative 15%. So you've got a 150 percentage point swing from the low on running the stock alone to the high of following a really simple 10 day moving average crossover. Boom. Good trap on that one. Hey, check it out. Uh, but follow that strategy there and it looks really strong. Uh, that would definitely be one I would be interested in in, uh, in doing. But also cautious uh, that it's it's still below its 200 days. So be careful of that one. Uh, Fizz. Let's take a look at that. Cameron, I appreciate you there, sir. Fizz. Oh, here we go. Finally, we got one that'll work. This one, again, negative 7% over the last thousand candles, 42% positive in uh following the simple strategy and because this one is above its moving averages we can actually see the projection so curious to see and and pay attention to this right it crossed over back on august 25th so we're talking six weeks ago at this point looking at this going forward it showed um let's go from august 25th to Basically, give me a line, September 23rd. So it gave you a month worth of really strong backtesting data. And you can see it fit that data like nobody's business. Beautiful. But at this point, uh, it it's run out of that backtesting room. So here's the way I would look at this. It obviously is a strong return. It obviously is a very strong relative strength compared to when the market's going down. Uh, I would just continue to follow that 10-day exponential moving average. If it continues to track higher, ride it, ride as long as you can. If it does turn around, go back down, that's a really strong place um, to, you know what, take your profits and, and move on out. Cameron, I appreciate that one. That was a great one. Thank you. Uh, Kyle, how are you, sir? INTC, Intel Corporation. All right, so word of warning, below its 200-day, Let's do a strategy test, 10-day exponential moving average. All right, so this one shows a 66% return versus 43% on the stock. Really strong return on that one. Kyle, great choice. OMF. Take a look here, 35% versus 97. So this is one of those where the stock itself did really well but this strategy didn't fit that stock as well. Now, granted, it still has a positive expectancy. You can still expect, well, not expect, but you can still see historically that following this uh, moving average breakout crossover here uh, would perform with a positive return, positive expectancy. If it was negative, I'd say just avoid it completely. So yeah, uh, that, that OMF looks pretty good. Thanks for that. Let's move on. I've got a lot of people putting a lot in here. Skills, SKLZ, SKLZ. Are my fingers working right? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Oh, yikes. This one's looking hard. Strategy backtest, 
still the strategy strong on it, but the stock itself is really weak at negative 13%. And then it's, uh, it's 50% below its 200 day. Um, so right now, this is one I would definitely look to avoid. Uh, the strategy does really well for this stock uh, up 48% versus negative 13. So I would be, I would be cautiously optimistic, but I would first need to see it actually show some, some strength to retake this 200 day. Thank you so much for that one. Um, Alexander had a question for my understanding, 10 MA full candle on hour or I assume days. This is daily. Um, you can do it on any time frame. You could do it on a five minute time frame. Uh, I just prefer to do daily because that's how I trade. Um, somebody is fading forward. Um, good earnings with bad guidance coming. I don't know, but I will tell you, in fact, let me remove all my previous notes here. Uh, it's got a 10% return, so it does have a positive expectancy, uh, but it's not, you know, it's not Apple caliber. It's not Roku caliber. Um, and, you know, it's Ford. It's been around for a hundred years. So it doesn't, uh, here's what Ford needs to have happen. They need to have an electric car come out. That's amazing. And I know that they got the Mustang electric pony thing, but it ain't taking Tesla's market share. Let's be honest here. Um, so yeah, if they can come out with something, you know, I got to think about this the other day because I'm actually, um, the, the family and I have decided that we're going to buy a Tesla. I'm really excited. Uh, it's going to be my car as well. And I was looking at him and I'm like, you know what? This is somewhat like the Apple iPhone situation, right? So like every phone that comes out is supposed to be an iPhone killer. Why not just buy the iPhone? <laughs> so that's where my head's at. It's like every car that comes out right now is supposed to be the Tesla killer. So why not just buy the Tesla? So that's where my head is at. Yeah, so fading forward makes sense to me. Um, I'll tell you what, I am going to do two more because we're running out of time. And then we will be moving into the last section of the show. I do have something for it. Affirm. A-F-R-M. All right. So this one, it had some news with Amazon, I believe, a few weeks ago, which caused this monster spike. Um, yeah, it does show a positive res- return. Uh, I will keep this in your back pocket. When a fundamental shift happens, the back test kind of loses its legitimacy. Okay. So back tests don't account for a 87% move in a month. While it's awesome, you can't predict that. And it's it's an unusual outlier event, right? If it's the, the bell curve, this is on the far end of the bell curve, which if you're a shareholder, that's what you want to see. And then finally, last one of the day, I believe this is SI. Take a look at this. Uh, Silvergate Capital Corporation. I don't know what's going on with this one, but I know that there's a lot of Twitter buzz on it. I've seen it. In fact, this one's pretty interesting, right? 344 percent return following the 10 day 1200 just on the stock itself. And it's been in a monster run the last couple days. If you know what's going on with uh, SI, do me a favor in the chat, drop that in there. I'd appreciate that very much. Uh, so you know what, if you found this useful at all, be sure to smash like, and we're going to go into the final section of the day. In fact, I'm, I'm glad I can finally use some of my, my transitions here. 
Uh, this will be the final thoughts. Well, listen, traders, I appreciate you staying with me this far. Uh, do me a favor real quick. Since you're already on YouTube, slide over to your uh, search bar and type in uh, Christopher Yule. That's my name. Or you can type in 10 Minute Stock Trader. That'll get you there as well. And hit the subscribe button because I want to make sure that you guys never miss the tools, tips, and tricks that we upload every single week to help you trade faster and trade smarter. That's my, my tagline there. But yeah, we have over 550 episodes out there over 10,000 subscribers. And uh, I am so appreciative to be a part of the Benzinga community. And I would love to help you guys out over there on that channel as well. So getting back to my final thoughts here, my final thoughts came from a tweet that I found that I, like, I loved it so much, I printed it out and stuck it on my board over there. Trading edge is your offensive weapon. Risk management is your defensive weapon. Psychology is your available your ability to balance your weapons. So trading edge, we just covered like a half hour worth of trading edge, right? Seeing what's a positive expectancy. Aligning yourself with the market to know that your strategy over a series of trades should be an edge. I say over a series because you never know what's going to happen from trade one to trade two. But over the course of a thousand trades, you can be relatively sure that your edge should play out. And you just got a whole bunch of information on how to find those edges with backtesting. Second, risk management is your defensive weapon. Because we don't know what's going to happen from one trade to the next, if you load up everything because your backtest, your signals, your chart patterns, your anything says this is the one and then it's not and then you lose it all, you got nothing. Larry Height, one of the market wizards, I interviewed him. His, his famous quote is, um, you, you can't win if you don't bet, right? Which goes back to your offensive weapon. But you can't bet if you've lost all your chips, which is your defensive weapon, okay? So let that really sink in here. I love this so much. Because while you want to be, sh you want to have those big winners, if you run out of chips, you don't get to play anymore. And then finally, psychology, your, ab your ability to balance your weapons, which means following your edge, following your risk management, because you built the time to make these work. If you don't follow your own plan, you've broken your psychology, you've broken the risk management, and you've broken your trading edge. So yeah, I thought this quote was fantastic. And I was so excited to share this with you guys today. So listen, I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to me talk about my favorite topic in the world, which is trading stocks. And more than likely, it's one of your favorite topics too. Like I said, do me a favor, type in 10 Minute Stock Trader while you're there on YouTube and come subscribe and check us out as well. We're putting out new episodes three days a week. And you know what? I am so excited to, uh, to have been here. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your attention. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're gonna find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're going to get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses, 
And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today. The five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.